You have tuned in to Authors Up here on ALH Broadcasting, an affiliate of the Streaming Inspirational Broadcast Network. Your hosts are authors Ruth Griffin, Andrea L. Hines, and yours truly, Victoria Henderson Poole. We love what we do, and we know it is every author's desire to get their work to a greater audience. Authors Up is a forum for authors by authors those who are already published, and those who want to be, along with other writers and playwrights. Here, we provide an opportunity for their work to be showcased as we share our own, gain tips and tools, information and insight to not only enhance the writing process, but be able to just enjoy the journey. Those who are willing to put pen to paper will usually have a story they are willing to tell and they are invited to tell it right here. And if you are not a writer yet, no worries. We want you to be a part of our listening audience. So take notes if you like, send in your questions, or just feel free to comment on the candid conversation because it's time for Authors Up. Welcome, everyone. We are glad to have you with us tonight. You are in for a treat. Uh, You will be the first to enjoy something very special. So we're going to step away from our usual format and hopefully, hopefully, you can relax a little bit and enjoy the evening. All right. Well, today is the day that two very important things take place. Number one, we are going to name the winner of uh, the book from our Blessing Book Library. And then two, I'm excited about this, we will present for your listening pleasure, My Time Story Time. So um, let's first announce our winner. And remember, we'll be doing this every month. So those listening via Facebook will write their um, comments, and you'll be able to participate in the drawing. So drum roll, please. Come on. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Our first winner of the Blessing Book Library is Monique Hedegar Green, our wonderful Nikki, who does. Yay. She's also a host on ALH Broadcasting. She does tea talk and testimonies, right? That's it? Yes. Yes, yes. Yes, yes. So, Monique. Send us an email at authorsup at gmail.com and let us know which book you would like to have. So congratulations to you. Congrats, Nikki. Congratulations. (laughs) Now, we are really excited about what we're going to do next, and and I just want to say that we were not able to do it alone. We had um, three volunteers contribute their writing skills to uh, the test, and each of them developed a character profile that we were able to use to create a story. And like I always say, it was the characters who took on the lives of their own and really wrote the story for us. 
So we want to thank Dawn Courtney Mason, Angela Alafont, and Kim Carpenter for contributing to the story that we were able to sit down and write together. So um, our sincere thanks to them, and here is the moment that we've been waiting for. <laughs> Are you ready, So ladies? here we go. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Yes, that's it. yes, 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 yes. All right. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we present Reunion. All right. Alexander, Alexandra, excuse me, D. Morrison Arrington, affectionately known as Alex, woke up to the sound of the musical tone of her cell phone alarm and, as she always did, reached out to touch her husband, Xander. For a quick second, she became alarmed, then realized she was not at home but in a hotel. Alex stretched out in the bed and said aloud, Thank you, Lord, for another day. She could not say more than this because today was the day, the day she would see him again. Tonight was her college reunion, and she had been looking forward to this for a very long time. Alex had not been sure she would be able to make it this year, but she had decided that she could use the break. Although she had a good life on the outside, she had recently admitted to herself that she was feeling as if something was missing and had not been as happy as she pretended. Thoughts of the time period in college flooded Alex's mind as she went through an exercise routine in the hotel's weight room. More specifically, thoughts of him could not be erased, no matter how many push-ups she did. Back in her room, Alex showered and was drying off just as her phone rang. Time for her weekly chat with the village her group of friends who loved and supported each other through thick and thin. A few hours later, refreshed by the love and laughter of her friends, Alex began to make preps for the reunion. She wanted everything to be perfect since she had not seen many of the people coming in years, probably decades. She knew that it was really him she wanted to be perfect for. Well, this is it, Slim thought as he looked in the mirror. Reunion time. You wouldn't think a man would care about his looks the way Slim did. He wanted everything in place to make an impression people would be talking about till the next reunion, especially her. I've done all right for myself, he said with a smile that drew the ladies in. He was pleased he could still be identified by his nickname, because he had definitely kept his athletic physique over the years. You would think his social drinking, as he described it, and continued pastime of smoking weed would have taken its toll, but Slim was still easy on the eye, and he knew it. He hadn't been looking forward to the reunion at first. After all, he was only close to a handful of people, but he started wondering how some of them were doing how they would look after all these years, and his curiosity got the best of him. He had to admit to himself there were a couple of people he really wanted to see. I've got to be careful tonight, he thought. I've got to keep my guard up and let people think whatever they choose to think about me. No explanations necessary. He had had years of being slim and slick and was good at avoiding what he didn't want to deal with. 
He never really cared about anyone's opinion, except for hers. As he prepared to get ready for the evening, he began to think what it was going to be like to see her again. Bernie hit replay on his audio device as he finished getting ready. The classic Tonight is the Night by Betty Wright playing in the background. Ever since he received the invitation to the college reunion, this was the only song that really resonated with him and inspired him. Sure, Alex probably wasn't the innocent doll Miss Wright sang about. Yeah, she never showed interest in him. But he also wasn't the most secure guy back then. He was short, five feet, three and a half inches. Every inch counted, that's what he always said, the double entendre intentional. But he wasn't very confident. The life of the party, sure, but when he went back to his dorm at the end of the night, he was alone. Flirted, but never brave enough to initiate a relationship. No one knew, of course. They just saw the Bernie that he put out there, and now all of that worked against him. No respectable woman wanted to be with him because of his reputation. But he would change that tonight. He would finally tell Alex how he felt about her. Then tonight would become their night, and they could make up for lost time. Bernie smiled at the prospect. Beautiful Alex, finally his. The notification on Bernie's phone sounded. His Uber was there. Bernie took a last look at himself in the mirror. He was stocky built but physically fit, and the salt and pepper in his temples and goatee gave him a distinguished look. Fifty looked good on him. He grabbed his wallet and keys and headed out to the reunion. It was 8 o'clock and the reunion hall looked like one would expect it to for a class reunion. Fully decorated with college colors everywhere. The mascot was in a corner and there was enough food to feed a small village. The organizers had all taken their places and were ready for the party to start. The alumni and their guests were beginning to enter slowly, but the atmosphere was filled with anticipation. The music from back in the day filled the room. Bernie usually wasn't the first to arrive at a party or event. The player had to be the center of attention, and he could, certainly couldn't do that when there was no one there. But he wanted to make sure he saw Alex when she got there. It had been years since he last saw her, and to be honest, they hadn't really talked since graduation, but he was looking forward to initiating what should have been. Bernie positioned himself by the refreshment table and watched as people started filing in. He recognized a few faces, but none were Alex. He looked at his watch. It was 8.20. Surely she was still coming to the reunion. Then Slim walked in. He hadn't changed much since their college days, so his slim athletic built was easy to recognize. But more than that, he still had that swagger, that cocky disposition that won over the hearts of most of the women they pursued back then. Bernie couldn't remember what his given name was, but it didn't matter. He hadn't given him any thoughts since graduation, and he had no intention of giving him any thought tonight. But then Slim saw him. Bernie let out a heavy breath and braced himself as Slim twer- turned towards him. It wasn't that he didn't like him. He was his boy, his friend back in the day. They hung out. They went to class. They shared a joint. They did what friends did but the one thing they couldn't reconcile was their affinity for Alex. Hey, Bernie, good to see you, man. How you been? Flynn said. He grasped his hand and greeted him the way they did back in college, half a handshake, half an embrace. Bernie grudgingly did the same. 
Hi, Slim, he said. I didn't know you would be here. Of course, he responded. There's no way I would miss a night like tonight. Slim looked around the room, scanning the faces of those who had already arrived, the faces of those who were entering the hall. Have you seen any of the old crowd? Slim added, turning back to Bernie. Bernie shook his head. No, I just got here not too long ago, he replied. But there was something in the way Slim asked that made him question what he was truly asking. Have you kept in contact with anyone? Not really, Slim replied, though, there was, though his tone was now suspicious, as if he understood Bernie was fishing for something. He supposed they both were. Do you know who's coming tonight, Bernie asked. No, man, I'm just like you. I just came to check things out. Bernie nodded his head. An awkward silence fell between them. Slim looked out at the guests, still scanning the faces. Bernie followed his lead, looking out among the guests. He could continue making small talk, but he didn't particularly feel the need to. Hey, guys! The voice sounded familiar, but it wasn't Alex. Both men turned to the direction of the voice that was pitched just a little too loud. A woman with blonde hair done up for the occasion, a dress much too tight for her portly appearance, and a makeup that would rival any drag queen was coming towards them with a purpose. It was Sheila. Just Sheila. Everyone knew her, but no one really claimed her as a friend, except maybe Alex. She had gained weight since college, but was apparently still trying to relive those days through her wardrobe. Even still, he could see that the only thing that hadn't really changed was that she could still talk a mile a minute. Oh, you guys look good, she exclaimed, taking a much too friendly pose between them. I can see that the years have been good to you, she added, leaning towards Glenn. I wasn't going to come, but I couldn't miss the opportunity to see everyone and catch up with everyone. Slim took a step away from her. Bernie started to say hi, but Sheila kept going. You know, I am just blessed. Got a beautiful house, great husband. It's my second marriage, you know. His name is Richard. He's around here somewhere, probably still parking the car or something. But he's a sweetheart, good to the kids, keeps them busy. I've been selling real estate these last few years, so if you're in the market, let me know, she said, handing them business cards. So how are you guys doing? I don't see you all on social media, at least not on Facebook. I don't do those newfangled platforms my kids use, a tickety-tock or whatever it is, and that's cat, snap, chat, whatever. How are you guys? How are you guys? Bernie, have you ever settled down? You were always so social. There wasn't a party I didn't see your face at. Bernie didn't particularly want to bring up that chapter in his life, and he was going to find a roundabout way to tell Sheila, but she continued gushing. And you, Slim, how many kids you got now? One that's six or something? I got two myself, and let me tell you, they are a handful. Oh, just keep me busy and tired, but it's all good. Have you the one of you seen Alex? She said she was going to be here. She and I are friends on Facebook, and we chat all the time. I wonder if she's going to bring her husband. At those words, Bernie and Slim perked up. The news of Alex being married was new, but it was Slim's reaction to this that confirmed to Bernie that they were both there for the same reason. But this new development put a wrench in his plans. Alex was married. He never considered that. She had always talked about the things she would do after college, and none of those included settling down. Why didn't he imagine that someone would catch her eye and take her off the market? His name is Xander, I think, Sheila continued. He teaches at the seminary. Great, Bernie thought, just one step below God. And then Sheila lowered her voice and leaned in closer. You know they're going through problems, though. She doesn't, I don't think she's really happy. 
or maybe Xander, or whatever this cat's name was, wasn't the cat he seemed to be after all, Bernie thought, his interest renewed. So did that mean he still had a chance with Alex? As quickly as Sheila lowered her voice, she raised it again. Oh, is that Judy? Judy! She explained, piercing his, their eardrums with her shrill voice. Judy! She cried out again and rushed off. Slim watched as Sheila left them, hardly able to process what he heard. While Slim was looking forward to rekindling his relationship with Alex, there was no way he would consider being in the middle of a problematic marriage. If she was indeed having problems, it wasn't his place to make it worse. Wow, that Sheila always seemed to know what's what with everybody, he said, and added, she sure hasn't changed. Bernie chuckled, she sure hasn't. There was another awkward silence, but Slim didn't let it fester. Did, um, did you know Alex was married, he asked Bernie. Bernie shook his head. I don't know why either of us is surprised, though. Alex was always the kind of girl you'd want to be with, he said, his tone wistful. She was top shelf. Slim reached for a drink, not necessarily feeling the need to respond to Bernie. He took a sip. His mind was focused on Alex. Though he didn't know what was going on with her, he needed to know that she was okay. I, um, I wonder what kind of problems they're having, Bernie mused. I don't think that's any of our business, Slim retorted. Bernie shrugs his shoulders and looks over to the door, a hopeful expression on his face. He didn't seem to be paying attention, but appeared to be lost in whatever fantasy was happening in his head. Slim thought about his expression when Sheila mentioned that Alex would be there, and he knew that as hopeful as he was to see her, Bernie was there for the same reason. Things had changed with the added fact that she was married. Well, things had changed for him. It didn't seem to be that way for Bernie. Dude, whatever they're going through is none of our business. But Bernie didn't seem to be listening to him. His attention was arrested by something or someone at the door. Slim turned around and saw Alex then. She was looking around as if searching for a familiar face, and indeed, when she finally saw them, her face lit up. She smiled and started towards them. Hello, guys. How are you? She exclaimed and opened her arms. Slim wasn't sure, but she seemed to be moving towards him. Then Bernie stepped forward and into her embrace. It's so good to see you. Now that the lady of the hour is here, my night is complete, Bernie responded. Slim rolled his eyes. Alex released Bernie, her smile waning. Hi, Bernie, she said politely with less enthusiasm. She turned to Slim and quickly moved to embrace him. Slim, look at you, she added, stepping back from him as if to get a better view. You haven't changed a bit. What have you been doing? <laughs> Working out, I see. I do what I can to stick to my routine. Actually, you haven't changed either, Bernie interjected. You look fine, girl. Alex glanced Bernie's way. Slim could tell she wasn't as happy to see him. Thanks, she muttered, not wanting to encourage him, but not wanting to be rude either. 
She turned her attention back to Slim and asked, So, Slim, I heard you were thinking of breaking into the music business. How's that going? Slim didn't get a chance to respond. A high-pitched squeal interrupted them. Oh, my God, is that you, Alex? The three of them turned to the direction of the voice, Sheila. With the same energy she had earlier, the woman bounded towards them and scooped up Alex in her arms. I was hoping you would make it. I've been telling everyone how successful you've been and that we are still close, she said, stepping back from Alex. And that fine husband of yours, did you bring him? Uh, No, Alex managed to get in before Sheila continued. Slim was impressed though he wasn't sure if it was because Alex could get a word in edgewise or if it was that a woman of Sheila's stature could keep going seemingly without taking a breath. Oh, pity. I would have liked to see him and catch up and share all the juicy details about when we were in school. But I have to steal Slim for a quick minute. Slim, I know you were trying to be a rapper, and I was talking to J.P. over there. You remember J.P. Stewart? He's with Downtown Records, and I was telling him about your dream and your situation and all those beautiful babies of yours, and I told him to hold on because you were here and you two should talk. So her voice seemed to trail off as Slim realized what she was saying. As much as he wanted the opportunity to pursue that dream at one time, it wasn't much of a priority these days. And the thought of Sheila sharing anything about him to anyone was enough to make him cringe. And when he saw Bernie smile, Slim had second second thoughts about following along. That man didn't have good intentions from what he could tell. And while he could admit that he had come to the reunion to see Alex and maybe rekindle their relationship, He understood that she was off limits. Bernie didn't seem to get that. Well, come on, Sheila insisted, pushing him away from their little group. Slim walked along, unable to argue. He just hoped Alex would be okay. Alex watched Slim's back as he was practically dragged across the room by Sheila. She let out a small sigh, realizing that she was now standing alone with Bernie. Bernie gazed at Alex and said, Well, here we are, pretty lady. Would you like to dance? Actually, he gazed up at her. With her heels on, she had a few inches on him. Alex reluctantly nodded her head and allowed Bernie to lead her onto the dance floor. Playing in the background was an upbeat tempo and the couple quickly synced into a rhythm to match. Alex was glad this number was fast. This way, there could be no conversation. Her joy lasted only about five minutes, because right when that number ended, the DJ coaxed the crowd into an old favorite slow song that was popular back in the day. Bernie held out his hand and drew her close to him. While she wasn't looking forward to this out this dance, Alex thought, what could it hurt? It was only a few minutes out of the rest of her life. She stepped up to him and let him lead. There was an awkward silence as Alex tried to think of some small talk to keep them occupied until the end of the dance. Look, Alex, 
Bernie started, I was hoping that you would be here so I could get a chance to talk to you. I know that I'm probably not the type of man you could be with, but I'm a good man. I own two construction companies. I got a good bit of money saved up. I've always... Alice couldn't believe what she was hearing. Was he actually coming on to her? Look, Bernie. No, Alice, hear me out. I'm married, Alex said. Bernie didn't seem moved by that particular announcement. And even though she was a hypocrite, considering what she came to do, she was appalled at his forwardness. I heard you were having problems, a little too smug for her taste. I've always had a thing for you, and I needed you to know about my feelings. Alex stopped dancing and took a step back. This was not what she was expecting. Even as forward as he was being, she had to find a way to let him down. Bernie, I... But she didn't get to respond. He leaned in and kissed her. Alex's reaction was swift, automatic. She didn't even have to think about it. She pulled away from him and slapped his face. The whole situation was ludicrous. Bernie looked hurt, but she didn't care. He had no right to do that. Alex. Alex wanted to say something, but she was too stunned, too angry to reply. She could feel her face getting hot and wanted to leave. She turned to go and found herself face-to-face with Slim. There was a look of concern on his face. Are you okay, he asked her. I just want to get out of here, she replied, and without another word, followed as Slim led her outside to the courtyard. What was that all about, Slim asked her as she took a seat on a bench. Honestly, I'm not even sure, but some signals got crossed somewhere along the line, she responded. She was still angry but could feel herself starting to calm down. Slim seemed to be stewing in his anger, pacing back and forth in front of her. You know, we were all friendly in school, but I never gave him indication that it was or that it could be more than that. Do you want me to go kick his? Slow down, Slim. That's not going to be necessary. But I can, you know, I can handle this. I know, but it's not even worth it, Alex said, and patted the space beside her. Come sit down. Slim took a deep breath, then joined her on the bench. You were always my hero, Alex said with a chuckle in her voice. Slim smiled. Do you remember when you and Charles got into it on the basketball court? He thought I was going to homecoming with him, and you and I had already made plans. How could I forget? Like I said, you've always been my hero always defending me, always making sure I was okay, she said. She made sure her tone was lighter. Are you okay? I'm okay. Now that you're here, she said softly, then gently touched his arm. Slim looked at her hand, then up at her face, almost knowingly. She could see the wheels turning in his head, but she wasn't sure what was on his mind. I know we didn't date long, but I've thought about you over the years. Slim gazed at her for another minute, but then he moved his arm away from her touch. He stood up, looking as if he wanted to say something, but said nothing. Slim, is something wrong? 
I thought about this day for the longest time. If we got the opportunity to see each other again, to hold each other, to kiss each other, to be together. But now that you're here, I can't, he said. He spoke to her matter-of-factly, his head turned downward. Alex rose to her feet and faced him. You can't what? Slim made eye contact with her and said, Alex, you're married. The last thing I want to do is come between you and your husband. Alex looked away. I'm not sure that would be the case. I don't know what you're thinking, but things are not picture perfect right now. I just know I haven't been happy for a long time. You're just going through a rough patch right now. You don't want to jeopardize your marriage for a quick fling. Who said that it be it who said that's what it would be, she argued. We're not the same people we were twenty years ago, but we had something then. But that doesn't mean we should have something now. Even with the firmness in his voice, Alice could tell that Slim wasn't one hundred percent sold on that argument. She could see that part of him still wanted her. She inched a little closer to him as a test in the waters but he didn't move away from her. She gently placed her hand on his chest and asked, are you telling me you don't feel anything right now? He met her gaze and took her hands in his. A fire ignited in his eyes, and it seemed that he could no longer deny her what she was asking for. He dropped her hand, cupped her face, and pulled her into a passionate kiss. She started kissing him back, when they were interrupted. Did you guys see Bernie? He just rushed out of the... proclaimed Sheila as she burst into the courtyard. Alex and Slim pulled away from each other, but not fast enough. Sheila had been marching towards them, but stopped in her tracks. Her radar was on alert. She put her hands on her hips, looking from one to the other, a smirk on her face. So what did I miss? Well, that's the end, at least for now, everybody. Yes, and if you would like to write a different ending to the story, you can submit the ending to us at authorsup at gmail.com. And like I was telling the ladies earlier, you know, this is something that I um, admittedly do more often than I should is, you know, we all watch a movie and we go, that's not the way it should have ended. And then we write it ourselves. So if that's you, <laughs> go ahead and send us an email with your thoughts or your story. So we hope that you enjoyed it. We want to personally thank Dawn Courtney Mason, who wrote the profile for Alex and created her character. Angela Oliphant wrote the profile for Bernie and Kim Carpenter created in very detailed, slim. So we just, we <laughs> want to thank you very much for just creating those characters, and you know we were able to put the story together for that. And we again, like I said, we hope that you enjoyed it. <laughs> Let's give those three ladies a hand that helped us with those characters. Yay! Absolutely. Yes. Yay! So much. Yes. Oh, much. <laughs> this was I, I like the story. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. We well, also want to say thanks again to our blessing book winner, Miss Monique Hedica Green. 
So continue to put your comments below and engage with us doing our um, broadcast here on Facebook, and you could win next month. And I tell you, this was this was a wonderful journey uh, for all of us. And at some point, we probably will will take time on one of our programs to just tell you what the process was like for us, because I really did learn a lot. I really did learn a lot, and it was it was a joy. Uh, Ruth tells us all the time that the characters will write their own story, and let me tell you, these three characters. Did exactly that. <laughs> yep. Yep. But it was a it was a wonderful process, and I'm glad we could do something a little different to include members of our listening audience and and bring you a story, the story of reunion. So we thank you so so much for being with us. We thank you for encouraging us. We thank you for giving us space to allow those of you who have the writing gift and just a burning desire to put your thoughts into words and your words on paper. We are really really grateful for you. This is as we say every week a forum for authors by authors and if you have any suggestions at all as to projects that we could take on or things we could do that would help to inspire the writer in you, be sure to contact us at authorsup at gmail.com. That's authorsup at gmail.com. Well, you know it is time for us to close out for the night. Again, we thank you for being here, and we will be here next Sunday at 7 p.m. Until then, this is Andrea Hines with Victoria Henderson-Poole and Ruth Griffin. And there's never a dull moment here at Authors Up. Up.